following paid program is pre-recorded and sponsored by TakePoint Wealth Management on the nature coast of Florida. Take Point on Retirement, a well-rounded show from a well-rounded team leading you into retirement. Listen Saturday mornings for an hour of simple retirement advice from your friends at Take Point Wealth Management, Saturday mornings, 730. Uh, just a little reminder there of what you're listening to. It's Take Point on Retirement, brought to you from Take Point Wealth Management. Nature Coast offices to serve you. Call them, they'll come to you. Education, information is what it's all about. Judiciary services and so much more through Take Point Wealth Management. Give them a phone call now if you're looking for somebody for your investments, your financial future, your retirement is important to Take Point Wealth Management. And they're standing by to take your call and help you with that stress-free retirement. 352-616-0511 is the phone number. 352-616-0511, a local number along the Nature Coast. Check them out online, Take Point Wealth Management. And in the studios, once again, Eric Arnett, Lead Advisor, Retirement Planner. Randy Woodruff, CPA, part of the Take Point Wealth Management team. Good morning. Good morning to all our retirement warriors out there. Beautiful weather. It's getting a little warmer, but still yes, hanging is. on there. It's pretty nice. Getting some nice days out there. And I actually got some rain this week out where I live oh on the my, coast. Yeah, but it looks like uh, the summer patterns here. We got those rainstorms popping up, so that's exciting. Fish are biting. So that's good stuff. A show about retirement and wealth management, so we should probably talk about some of that stuff. <laughs> Today's show, I want to go th- go over some things, a little bit about the market, what we see there, and what's going on with inflation and all that good stuff. We're going to talk about some retirement milestones some ages that you need to be aware of that are milestones in your lifetime when it comes to good retirement planning. Of course, always going to talk about taxes with our good friend here, Randy Woodruff, and some strategies that we feel very strongly about to potentially relieve some of that tax burden in the future. And we're not just talking about taxes and income taxes. We're talking about taxation on your social security, higher Medicare premiums. All this stuff is related. And that's why you want to come to a firm or practice that has a top-notch CPA Thank you, sir. Um, who is right on it with me every every step of the way while we're reviewing your plans and reviewing your tax. Now, how efficient is that having it all under one roof? That's good stuff. The real estate, for lack of better terms, boom. I mean, the real estate market's pretty hot. So we get a lot of questions every every week on, do you think it's a good time, bad time to go in real estate? How can I finance this? I'm looking to maybe buy some rental properties. How does this enter into a, my retirement picture as far as taxation? And then can I get it done with my IRA even? So we're gonna mm-hmm. ta- I want to talk a little bit about self-directed IRAs because it's been a popular topic and how we can show you here at Take Point Wealth Management uh, how to utilize your IRA or even your 401k to be able to purchase a business, purchase real estate, any type of uh, tangible assets. We're the experts there. We can sit you down. We can go through all the rules, our rules and conditions, and you got to be careful as to what you're doing so you don't make any mistakes. But uh, we want to help you through that too. So we're going to chat a little bit about that as well. And then we're going to get to our questions. we got some great questions this week of folks calling in. Thank you to all our listeners out there. Response to the radio show has been overwhelming. We appreciate all the calls appreciate the appointments and we appreciate the trust that you show on us to build your retirement plan and and hopefully more importantly reach your successful retirement dreams and goals so we can create that tax efficient be efficient market efficient and that stress-free 
retirement. That's what we aim for. Stress-free is definitely what we're aiming for for our clients, and that's what we wanted you to be able to enjoy. Yeah, you can make it so easy there at Take Point Wealth Management. I got to say, I'm so excited about today's show. Taxes, we know inflation, we're starting to see it already, and you're going to talk about taxes. Of course, the 401ks and how we need to take mm-hmm. care of those if we have some old ones laying around or if we're involved in a 401k now. And it looks to me, I see in the news almost every day that they're going to attack those 401k plans. But the big thing that I'm looking forward to is counting down to our retirement because mm-hmm. that's so important, especially yeah. starting at age 50. That's just incredible. Yeah. When you're young, you have plenty of milestones, turning yeah. 10, turning double digits, then the sweet 16, and then yeah. can drive and then 21, the big one, like, hey, mm-hmm. I can drink now <laughs> legally, right? Because <laughs> yeah. uh, we know nobody out there would drink under 21. Uh, absolutely. That's highly, no. legal. highly illegal. Highly illegal. No fake IDs. No fake IDs, please. But <laughs> Later on in life, we have to be very cognizant. So let's break down and list and before celebrate we, some of those before retirement Before we go milestones. on, why sure. is it the milestones that are early in life are very exciting <laughs> and the milestones that we're yeah, about to talk well, about most aren't, of, aren't as exciting? <laughs> we're going to show you today and talk about most of these start when you, when you turn 50. And yeah. It just depends on your outlook. You can either be like, hey, I'm 50, my life is probably more than half over, or hey, I'm 50, I've learned a lot, I'm smarter, and now I'm ready to uh, enjoy the second half of my life. Yeah, I don't best know. years are ahead. Your glass is either half full or half empty there, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, and I'll be honest with you, some days my glass is full and other days it's not so full. Mm-hmm. Amen. But when that storm weather comes in, that low pressure, I feel like I'm 80 years old. Yeah. I mean, but when we have days like this, Dry air, no humidity. I'm like, I feel like I'm 21 years old. So I have you know, I've broken eight bones. So, no kidding. Yeah, eight bones. And wow. so to your point, when the low pressures come in, it's like everything starts to snap, crackle, and pop. And so, yeah, I feel it a bit more. So a little market update. Unemployment numbers are coming out. And also our inflationary data is coming out too. So some big numbers. Unemployment is improving. Hiring is on. We just got to get people to go fill out the applications, actually show up to the appointments and their interviews. <laughs> uh, we're actually hiring at Take Point and also at Suncoast. So, yes, we are. And I know just about everybody I know who's in business is looking for help and hiring. We got to get people back to work and get out there. That's going to help the economy tremendously. The markets. So let's talk about the market and how it relates to retirement planning. If you're close to 55, 60, 65, 70, you got to look at things a little bit differently. Let's let's face it, you don't have a lot of time to make up from a potential correction or you don't want a big hit or a correction to your retirement plan. You've worked way too hard for that. If you had a million dollar portfolio, twenty percent hit, which could happen pretty quickly, is two hundred thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. Mm. Yes it is. So we've got to look at ways that we can design your retirement plan and your portfolio to get you to and through retirement in the safest way possible. What the markets are really focused on really over the last, I would say, month or so, even getting more keen on it is a CPI, this inflationary number. That's really the reason why you've seen a lot of volatility at the top here. The market's kind of flat to down, a little bit up. You know, it's kind of, The market has no clear direction at this point because waiting to see how is inflation really impacting us and what are those inflationary numbers. We know the job market's going to improve. Unemployment came in. We're on recovery there. Until we really get a handle and truly understand what inflation is going to do, temporary inflation based on the COVID effect or inflation that's more permanent, we're continuing continuing to digest the data there and how it impacts your retirement and your assets. One thing to talk about inflation is um, I think uh, last year uh, in Florida, we passed a constitutional amendment to increase minimum wage. Mm -hmm. So 
I think that's going to supposed to go to ten dollars an hour sometime this summer, or maybe it's eleven. And it's going to go up a dollar a year mm-hmm. until it gets to fifteen dollars mm-hmm. an hour for minimum wage. So talking about inflation, mm-hmm. yeah, that's going to drive up you know prices for everything. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you, know, you figure minimum wage I think is in the eights or nines right now. What it is, it's going to basically go up over fifty percent over the next five or six years. Yeah, that's a big big deal. And so here in Hernando, we we have an economy that's driven a lot on services and service mm-hmm. industries. All those minimum wages go to fifteen dollars an hour. I say here in Hernando, the Nature Coast in general kind of have that population area or a little like a call micro economy that is different than let's say in Miami or Naples in terms of what things cost. So as you're listening to the show and thinking about the next several years, just be thinking about that, that you're going to be paying a little bit more to go to dinner, pay a little bit more for groceries, a little bit more for gasoline, a little bit more for everything that you wind up buying going forward. Yeah. And that's why you have to put a plan together. So when we build our plan, we factor in 3% inflation, 4% inflation a year. We can factor in any number that we want to in our planning software to show you how is inflation going to impact your retirement, your cash flow over the long haul. So we're looking at 10, 20, 30 years when we're planning for your retirement. And inflation is a big one. It's a silent killer. It's um, it's very concerning at this point. Hopefully it's temporary and, and things kind of turn the other way. But for now, I mean, raising your labor costs is probably not the right thing to do at this point. But I've talked to um, several business owners. I have a friend that owns a, a, a pizza restaurant and delivery. He's like, if they raise minimum wage to $15, I'm going to be charging like $40 for a pizza. It's like, (laughs) by the time he pays his insurance for the drivers and by the time he pays that 15 minimum wage and and all that stuff, you're going to be paying $40 for a cheese pizza. And that trickles down from everywhere. So Mm -hmm. hit everybody that sells him all the ingredients for the pizzas, they're all paying more money. Um, His landlord's got to charge more money for rent because everybody that the landlord deals with is charging more money. So the consumer's where it's all going to trickle down to. Here again, as we're talking about inflation, just just be ready. If you go to Dunkin' Donuts and get a cup of coffee, it's going to go up 25 cents. Nickels and dimes everywhere, but it's going to add up by the end of the month. Yeah, and this is all a lagging effect. I was listening to Mr. Donald Trump. He was on Fox Business. He showed concern for the markets. He showed concern for inflation and actually made a pretty bold statement, what I thought would maybe hit the market, but it didn't as much or at all, I guess, because he's not the sitting president, but he said he would not be an investor in the stock market at this time. But how does inflation impact your retirement, folks, in a lot of ways? One, it's in the components of your portfolio, because if you're holding a lot of bonds in your portfolio, they're going to be highly sensitive to inflation, rising interest rates. We'll be paying close attention to the Fed and what they're going to be looking at and whether they're going to continue to have a policy of easement or if they're going to start raising rates and move rates higher to kind of put a slowdown and maybe to hopefully slow inflation down a little bit. We're not sure what's going to happen, so we're paying close attention for you. We'll have that information when it comes out. It's more important than ever to to review your portfolio. You got to ask yourself, the market's up 12% already this year or halfway through the year. Is the market going to go up another 10, 12% from here, I highly doubt it. I think we're going to be in a sideways pattern. And if we eke out 8 10% for the year, I think that would be pretty uh, outstanding. Uh, but we're, we've already got that. So you've already got the upside. And that's why the market has no clear direction. It's kind of teetering here at the top, waiting for some kind of catalyst to push it forward, which there isn't at this point. So we're talking about safe strategies, what you can do with your money to safely put it in an investment or a plan that's going to give you unlimited upside if the markets continue to do well. 
but protect your principal 100%. I think at this point, that's a great strategy. It's also a great bond replacement tool because if interest rates start moving up, which they have to, your bond portfolio is going to is going to uh, go down. It's not a place to be in bonds right now, for sure. So we've got to get a little more creative and throw conventional wisdom out here. The next segment, let's dive into some of those numbers that are milestones to you and your retirement. Look forward to that and so much more on today's show. Once again, those retirement-related milestones. Coming up next, our sponsor, Take Point Wealth Management, is a show called Take Point on Retirement every Saturday at this time and only on this station. In the meantime, write down this number. You're going to need it, 352-616-0511. The reason for that is to give them a call today for your free financial analysis, evaluation, consultation, $1,500 value, folks, for our listeners today. 352-616-0511. From our friends at Take Point Wealth Management, always here to educate us, to take us back to school and lead us into that stress-free retirement. That's what it's all about. By the way, there's a book called Stress-Free Retirement. You can ask for that, as well as Annuity 360. And of course, that book by Eric Arnett himself, What is Your Financial Speed? You can request all those products and your free blueprint on retirement, that Take Point blueprint on retirement everyone's talking about, $1,500 value for listening in on the program today. But you're going to need the number to call, 352-616-0511, or go online. There's a simple form to fill out on their website, takepointwealthmanagement.com. Take Point Wealth, just throw it in the old search engine. It'll bring you there to Eric Arnett and Randy Woodruff. We're going to go into those retirement-related milestones. Looking forward to it. Yeah, awesome. Our website is a great way and it's exciting because people are starting to actually use it, which is exciting. We built this great website and you can actually just at the top right hand corner, there's two buttons, financial workbook and set an appointment. You can just click on set an appointment. It's going to offer you a free consultation and retirement blueprint. And all you got to do is enter in a little bit of information. You can actually select an appointment right there instantly. Mm -hmm. It shares our calendar and you can just click on there and select whatever date and time you want that's available. We'll get on the phone with you and just do a quick 15, 20 minute chat to see where you're at, where we think you need some help or even where you think you might need some help. Life insurance, annuities, wealth management, long-term care, Medicare insurance, estate planning, taxation, asset protection, real estate, estate, passing on things to your to your beneficiaries so if you have any questions folks we're an open book laid back no one's gonna try to sell you whatever it may be that you have questions on uh, i've been in the industry 22 years right here in hernando county for 20 uh, i don't know randy i don't know 30 something years 27 27 years Actually, in the 20, business here. 27 27 happy 27 27 years for me wow so let me do the yeah. math there that's like 50 years of experience <laughs> leverage for you folks and all you gotta do is click a button and boom we're there to answer your questions for you in the comfort of your own home i want to circle back to the end of the last segment they were talking about bonds and a you know, bond replacement strategy and um and you made a comment, which is so true, that now is not the time to be in bonds. And if you're wondering why is it, is it time to be in bonds, if you haven't, if you've tried to buy a house recently or you bought a house recently or got your uh, mortgage refinanced, you probably realize that rates are at historic lows, interest rates on a, on a, on a 15 or 30 year mortgage. And so you're probably wondering, how can the bank make any money as interest rates being so low? Well, if you're a bond holder, guess what? You're the bank. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're the bank for the business that's borrowing that money. You should be asking yourself, you know, mm-hmm. if I'm borrowing money to buy a new home at such low rates, why am I lending money mm-hmm. to a business at that's such exactly. low rate? Yep. 
kind of giving people a way to think about the concepts we're talking about and prove to them that it is true, to your point. Right. Now's not the time to have bonds in your portfolio, and that's the reason why, because rates are just so low, and they're going to have to go up. I can hear somebody out there thinking right now mm-hmm. as they're driving in their car and they're, they're thinking to themselves, well, I don't have any bonds in my portfolio or my 401k and my IRA, but I'm going to venture to guess that you do because mm-hmm. if you have mutual funds in your 401k, your IRA, your portfolio. Which you probably do. More, which you probably do. More than likely, you have bond exposure in those mutual funds, which is going to cause quite a bit of a drag and also potential for a principal loss. Also, there's a lot of uh, reinvestment risk there even. So there's a lot of things hitting your bond portfolio, and it's just not a really great time to be in. Bonds are trading at 135 times earnings. Stocks are still trading at about 22 times earnings. So extremely overvalued there. If interest rates move up, which they have to go up, they can't really go down anymore, then bonds lose value. It's all you need to know. It's an inverse relationship. So we would love to talk to folks about a bond alternative for them in this time frame. So talking about those milestones, uh, retirement milestones, the first one is turning 50. Turning 50, the big 5-0. So what does 50 mean? It means catch-up time. Not the Heinz catch-up. Catch-up, <laughs> meaning that you can catch up on your retirement savings if you need to. So people 50 and older can actually contribute 6,500 more to their 401ks or 403bs each year for a total contribution of up to 26000 this year. Mm-hmm. So that's important. I don't think a lot of people know about that. So you want to be uh, maximizing that 401k those contributions there and getting the match from your company if they do uh, provide that. Those 50 and older who contribute to an IRA or a Roth IRA can now throw an additional $1,000 for a total maximum annual contribution of $7,000. So that's what we mean by catch-up time. Once you're 50, they allow you to sock more money away if you so choose. And we can show you, does it make sense to beef up your 401k or does it make sense to put a little in your 401k, put a little in a Roth, spread it out because we know that Roths in the future are going to be tax-free. Your 401k will not be. So let us do that evaluation for you. If you're still working, I don't care if you got another five years to work and you got a 401k, let's evaluate it for you and see if we can do any Roth conversion or if you need to maybe start contributing to a Roth instead of uh, the 401k completely. And you don't even have to see that. You can have a taken right out of your paycheck, right? Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. Okay, just like your 401k contribution. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the next one is turning the big 5-5, five, five, 55. Normally, people have to pay a 10% federal penalty along with income taxes when they withdraw money from the retirement accounts before 59 and a half. The penalty, but not the taxes, disappear on the 401k and 403b withdrawals if you're 55 or older when you quit or get fired or retire. Hope you don't get fired, but Sometimes getting fired is a good thing. Uh, This is a separation from service. So rules apply during or after you turn 55. So that's kind of a cool thing because I know back in the day, uh, you had to wait to 59 and a half. Mm-hmm. They kind of le- they, they changed that law to where they're allowing people now at 55 to be able to start taking money from their IRAs. And we can show you how to do that. Uh, also at 55 or HSA catch up contributions as well. Boom. There you an, go. An extra thousand dollars you can put into your HSA plan. So oh, just keep that in mind. Also. Yeah. Yep. So Very that, important. Seeing um, about an HSA plan, I have one myself, is you can put you know, wherever the maximum in is every year. 
take a tax deduction for the amount that you put put in, even if you don't spend all the money on healthcare costs that year. So it allows you to con- to continue to accumulate money inside that HSA plan, especially if you're younger. I highly recommend starting an HSA plan yeah. as soon as you possibly can. You have to have a high deductible insurance plan to be able to do that. As we all age, generally speaking, our healthcare costs go up. So if you have been putting money away for, for years, when you do get to retirement or get older in life, you'll have a lot more money saved up. And then you can, you've taken the tax deduction every year for the money you put that money into the HSA plan. As long as you pull the money out and spend it on healthcare costs, it comes out tax-free. Great way to um, get a tax deduction. And here again, at 55, catch up. That's pretty powerful. A year. Yeah. So if you're a couple, uh, you can contribute up to 7200 a year. But if you're 55 and older, you can each do an additional 1000 So 8200 that's good. What does that do exactly? So I get this question all the time, and you answer it pretty well, but I, I, I kind of fumble on it because you're the tax man. People ask me, if I do this HSA account and I get the $8,200 contribution in there, which is an, a, a deduction, how much am I really going to save on my taxes? Great question. So it depends upon your marginal tax bracket. Okay. The tax brackets are what the IRS calls them progressive. We could probably call them oppressive because the more you make, the more you pay, but there's seven different tax brackets. And so as your income increases, you keep jumping up into higher and higher tax brackets. Now, as your income goes up, you still get the benefit of the lower tax bracket. So let's say you've got somebody, married couple making a quarter million dollars a year in income. You know, part of their income is taxed at 10, part at 12, part at 22, and part at 24%. Just because you're in that tax bracket, let's say you're making a quarter million dollars and you moved into that 24% bracket, not all of your income is taxed at 24%. So if you were making a million dollars and you're married and you're 55 and younger, you can put 71 or $7,200 into the HSA plan. And that comes right off, right, right off your income. And you can do that every year. When you pull the money out, um, as long as it's spent on healthcare related costs, it's not taxable. Gotcha. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Absolutely. Do you not even know what's coming right now? I don't. So get ready. Uh-oh. So if our listeners are out there, taxes are so complicated. I'm an investment advisor, retirement planner for like 22 years, and it's confusing to me. And so I can't imagine how it is for folks out there listening. And more times than not, when people bring in stuff, we tell them to bring in two years tax returns. I have you review them with me. I'm telling you folks, it's like 99% of the time you find some something that's been missed. Um, even if you're going to another professional tax firm, I won't name any names out there. They've got tax enrolled agents or even just people popping in the data. One guy told me, wow, it's so cool. You know, they got my tax return done in like an hour. And I thought to myself, well, yeah, but was it done right? That's what I was Mm -hmm. thinking in the back of my head. Would you potentially maybe for our listeners offer them a free tax evaluation on what they're doing? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we, we usually have a free consultation. Yeah, you with, couldn't say no anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. I'm, 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 I'm on the spot. So I'm I gotta, you're on the spot. I'm so. going to say See what say I do for you folks? I just put on the spot. So. Yeah, we can take a look at a couple years of tax returns, and you're mm-hmm. right. You know, we do find quite often situations in the past where, especially, I like to get two or even three years, but I did find one, one, one year in particular where someone had some large capital losses, and they had, they had moved here to, to Florida from a northern state. They had some six figures of capital losses they were carrying forward on their tax return. And if I would not have got that third year back, I would not have seen that hundred mm. plus thousand dollars of yep. capital losses because of the, the, the firm that did their tax returns their first two years here in Florida missed that. Had no record of it. They didn't pick it up. So if I would not have looked back at three years, 
And I was able to go back, pick it up, amend the two years that were done by somebody else and save them the $100,000 in losses to allow them to carry it forward. So we always ask everybody, give us two or three years. It could be a hassle mm-hmm. to go dig up tax returns and bring them in. But mm-hmm. we do find some things that are missed quite often. And then what's most impactful for our listeners and retirement warriors is how are those potential mistakes or things that are being done? creating issues for our retirees with higher taxation on their social security, maybe higher Medicare premiums. Mm -hmm. But do I take my social security now? Do I wait? Does my husband take it? Do I defer it? Or do I take and have him file and suspend? We need to be able to look at that as well because it's going to be hugely impactful uh, long-term on those numbers. One of the things that as we meet with clients, you, Eric and I meet with clients is that especially when we're talking about some big events are going to have this year, if we're going to you know, do some portfolio reallocation or maybe they've got some real estate that they want to sell, it's, got some, it's going to cause some capital gains, but it's for a good reason. It's time to, it may be time to sell you know, that particular asset or that particular asset class. So you know, one thing to keep in mind is, is that you know, sometimes when you have a big spike in income, if your social security has not been taxable or maybe just slightly taxable, it may be up to 85% taxable. And also depending upon how much your income is that year, it could have an impact on how much you pay in Medicare for the following year. Right. So you may have a surprise, you, you may be used to get that same check every month, especially when it comes to raising your Medicare costs per year, maybe comfortable or used to getting that social security check deposited in your account every month, all of a sudden, because you had a good year one year, now it's two or $300 less to be that way for a whole year. So just keep that in mind. It, that does surprise quite a few people when they have a, a big event. Yeah. If you can save some bucks, it only takes you a quick little appointment and share your returns. It's worth the effort, I think. Thank you. Yes, I agree. Well, it's all about simple, safe investments, securities, returns. It's all about your financial stress-free future in your retirement. From your friends, my friends at Take Point Wealth Management within our listening area, just reach out to them. They want to help you. 352-616-0511. That's the number to call. This is a show called Take Point on Retirement. We're going to be back in just a bit after we hear from our sponsor, Take Point Wealth Management. In the meantime, that phone number, once again, 352-616-0511. Check them out online, Take Point Wealth Management, the Nature Coast here locally, folks. Uh, We're going to continue talking about those retirement-related milestones. You turned 50, 55, 59 and a half. Let's talk about turning 60, 62, and 65 when we return. Eric Arnett is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered advisor. Take Point Wealth Management, this station, and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideals and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice, and individuals should consult with professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Yeah, a little compliance disclosure there for your safety and ours. And of course, your secure financial stress-free future. We're talking about your retirement on Take Point on Retirement, a show brought to you by Take Point Wealth Management every Saturday at this time and only on this station. In the meantime, you're looking for judiciary services. You need to make some changes in your plan. Maybe you need a portfolio built to your specific needs, your age-appropriate portfolio. The folks that call are Take Point Wealth Management. That's where I go, and I trust the folks at Take Point Wealth Management to secure my financial future. How much better that makes your retirement 
they will tell you how and when and what to do. So in the meantime, let's take a pause for station identification. You're listening to 99.9 FM WXJB Homosassa. Here to educate us, Eric Arnett, lead advisor, retirement planner, Randy Woodruff, certified public accountant. Getting back onto those milestones. Uh, one of the big milestones is 59 and a half. You mm-hmm. may have all heard that number before. Don't ask me why it's not 59. Don't ask me why it's not 60, <laughs> but 59 and a half there for some particular reason. Yeah, yeah it's crazy that they, what, the half, why, why the half? Who yeah. the heck knows that comes from our lovely folks up in Washington. This age, you can take withdrawals from your workplace plans or IRAs without penalty. Uh, that 10% penalty goes away, but keep in mind, you know, you're still going to pay tax on what you pull out. Also, some 401k plans allow workers who are at least 59 and a half to do an in-service rollover. So what's the difference between a rollover and just a withdrawal rollover? You're actually able to move your money out of your 401k, roll it into your IRA, that there'll be a no tax, a non-taxable event. And then once it's in your IRA, it opens up so many more options for you to invest in and to do with your IRA. As an example, we, I want to just briefly touch on the, the self-directed IRA because we do a lot of them here at Take Point and Suncoast. We help a ton of folks out with that. And if they want to uh, potentially buy a business or they want to invest in some type of tangible asset or they want to purchase real estate or uh, set up a VRBO and so we can help you do all that soup to nuts. And now you're at the age where you can take some of that hard-earned money out of your 401k and do some different things with it. Because quite frankly, when you keep that money in your 401k, you're pretty limited as to what your choices are to invest in. And right now, you can gain control of your money and do what you want with it. Come in and see us and we'll go through all the options. Turning 60, for most widows and widowers, age 60 is the earliest that they can begin Social Security survivor benefits. Mm-hmm. So survivor benefits are are available starting at age 50 for survivors living with a disability or at any age if the survivor cares for the deceased spouse's children who are under 16 or disabled. So uh, for most widows and widowers, age 60 is the earliest that you can begin collecting Social Security survivor benefits. So that's important. If you didn't know that, I've had a lot of people sit in my office and had no idea they could start collecting something at 60. Like, what? What'd you say? I said, you better call your uh, Social Security office right away because you can do it. Most people don't know anything about that. They don't know anything about it. Explain it a little further then, because I don't quite get it. Basically, if you've had a uh, husband, Uh ex husband, ex wife, wife, whatever, who has passed, Uh you can actually start collecting on their Social Security at age 60. Wow. Yeah, it's that simple. You don't collect your Social Security, you're going to collect on their benefit. Right. Yeah, so there's some rules there, but give us a shout or. If you got some questions, just click on the uh, buttons there at the website and we'll get right we'll get right with you. But okay, turning 62, that's a big number, mm-hmm. right? This is the earliest age you can begin your Social Security retirement or spousal benefits, but your checks will be permanently reduced if you start, permanently reduced if you start before your full retirement age, which ranges, you know, between 66 and 67, depends on your age. So you're going to get a reduced benefit for every year that you take it prior to your full retirement age, which is 66 or 67. Also, you'll face an earnings test, an earnings test that reduces your benefit by $1 for every $2 you earn over a certain amount, which in 2021 is 18960 The earnings test disappears once you reach your full retirement age. So that's really important because most people have no idea what I just said, and they didn't know it existed. So Randy, uh, you can elaborate on that because you see that all the time. 
Yeah, we get this question a lot. People are thinking about when they want to retire and can I do it at 62, mm -hmm. 64, 67. And uh, one of the things I want to make sure our audience understands very clearly is that when it says earnings test, this is earned income. So earned, earned income is where you actually have a job or you have a, a, you're self-employed and you're getting self-employment income. It's basically, you know, your W-2 income. So earned income does not mean all the good job that Eric and I do, especially Eric at, at TakePoint, you know, managing your money, all those earnings, dividends, capital gains, interest. That's, that's earnings, but it's not earned income for this test. And we have, this happens quite often. We have people who want to retire. Um, they're getting forced out of their company or maybe they want mm -hmm. to sell their business. It's the right time to sell, but they still need to make some money mm -hmm. until they get to Medicare. They need mm -hmm. three or four more years of earnings. Yep. To, All the time. Yeah. Health insurance gets a lot more expensive mm -hmm. as you get older. It could be a thousand or more dollars per month, especially mm -hmm. if you have pre-existing conditions. So, um, so I have people that want to sell their business or retire, but they have to worry about this earnings test because they can only earn, let's just say $19,000 a year. So it's very important that you're aware of that. And here again, if you got a, a large portfolio of stocks and other investments in Annuities, or you've got a large real estate portfolio, that's not earned income. So you could retire at 62 years old and live off your investments and still take Social Security at 62 and not have to worry about the earnings test because you're not working. So that earnings test, that doesn't include your entire life earnings? But, so it's earnings that particular year. Yeah, so that particular it's, year. Okay, mm -hmm. so it can change. It can go up or down. Sure. Right. So okay. it's just if you were 62 and wanted to retire, but mm -hmm. you still wanted to work a part-time job, start taking Social Security, still work a part-time job to offset some personal expenses. You cannot make more than $19,000 a year, or they will take back $1 for every $2 that they give you well, from Social and Security. That's, and that's, if I'm doing my math right, mm -hmm. that's a whopping 50% penalty. <laughs> it's a big penalty. That's a big one. I've had people that are doing it, and they just didn't know any better. So mm -hmm. let us evaluate all that stuff. If you're in that 60 to 65 zone, there's so much to evaluate and go through to make sure you're not making any mistakes. And we see those mistakes every day. And all we're trying to do, folks, is just get in front of those mistakes for you and eliminate those. I had a conversation recently with a couple. Yeah, you know, They were in their 50s, a conversation about retirement, and they were wanting to retire at 62. They both aren't really in the best of health, so they're going to be paying a lot of money in health insurance. And I don't think 62 is going to be an option for them because mm -hmm. you know, they don't have enough retirement wealth built up mm -hmm. um, that they can live on their investment income and, and not significantly erode those retirement dollars trying to pay the living expenses and pay the high cost of health insurance. So, right. uh, so they're going to have to work until they reach least Medicare age. So it's important, like we say all the time, plan, plan, plan. And the earlier you plan, the more likely the you are to have a stress-free retirement. Yeah, that's a big point because that's so important. The earlier, the better. In other words, if you're out there in your 50s or even late 40s or early 50s, just like, for instance, that health savings account, think mm -hmm. about it. If you and your wife can get close to eight grand a year in there over the next 10 years, it's a tax deduction. And we can actually invest that money too and mm -hmm. get it working. And say you have like $80,000 in your health savings account by the time you're 60. Guess what? You don't have to worry about bridging that gap, mm -hmm. right? You could buy a high, high deductible plan with a low premium and have all that money sitting there to help you pay for any unforeseen medical costs over your deductibles. But when you wait till 60 years old to start thinking that, then it's almost too late to, to get ahead of that problem. That's why I love the HSA, the health savings account. We can actually actively manage that for you and, and place it in investments and get it to grow. So um, that's exciting, folks. We put that in our planning all the time. I try to always get people in their early ages to start socking that away because medical costs are just going to be crazy mm -hmm. in the future. And that's something that I'm doing currently with my spouse is that we're putting money away in that HSA every year because you do the math, like all of a sudden you got a hundred grand sitting in there 
I'm 50. When I get to 60, if I got a hundred grand in there, I don't have to worry about that bridging that gap from 60 to 65 waiting for Medicare. I've got plenty of money set aside to pay for that, those medical costs and premiums. Yeah. If you're 60 or 65 and you're at this and you're wanting to start planning now, mm-hmm. you're really not planning. You're basically crisis management mm-hmm. or chaos management, you know, mm-hmm. and you're really planning means you're doing it well in advance. You plan on spending let's say 20 years in retirement, you probably need, need to be planning your retirement at least 20 years out from your retirement age, right. you know, or more than that. You need to be saving as soon as you can in life, but you need to be seriously having a retirement plan, I, I think 20 years out. And mm. you're again, saving long before that, but you're 20 mm. years out, you need to really have a good plan in place. Yeah, and, absolutely. Well, as we yeah. always say, a failure to plan is? A plan to fail. Boom, okay. there it is. Yeah. There's the JW. Words of wisdom. wisdom. Well, I had a question that popped into mind. I hear this all the time. The earnings test. Going back to the earnings test real quick. Does rental income, rental property income count? in that earnings test? It does not. So, okay. So that's considered passive non-earnings. That's good. Yes, it is. That might make having a a rental property or two in your portfolio for the long haul might might be a good thing. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And, And what about couples married? This is single based on single Correct. Income, so mm-hmm. it doesn't have anything to do with uh, being married or we're not going to get penalized as a couple. Or Okay. Correct. So, okay, well, good question, JW. Uh-huh. With that number, uh, 18960 is the earning test. Does that mean if you're married, you each one of you can make 18960 Great question. So what this is really talking about is you as the individual are the one getting Social Security. It's got nothing to do with your taxation okay. and what you're doing with a spouse or if you're single, which is basically what are you specifically earning when you reach 62 or 63 before you reach full retirement age? It's got what are you earning going out and going going to work every day for. Okay. So. Awesome. All right. Uh, this is a big one. So we're, we, we were basically preluding right up to this anyway. So turning 65. At age 65, most Americans are eligible for Medicare and the government health care program, right? Typically, you want to sign up in the seven months. So I'm going to repeat that. Typically, you want to sign up in the seven months around your birthday, meaning the three months before the month you turn 65, the month you turn 65 and then three months after. So you kind of have that window of seven months around your 65th birthday. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So delaying after that point can cause you to pay permanently increased premiums. So uh, don't delay. Make sure if you're out there listening, put it on your calendar, set a reminder on the iPhone. I don't even care if it's three years from now. <laughs> put it on there. At your 65th birthday, either three months prior or three months after, you've got to sign up for Medicare or you're going to get penalized, okay? Turning 66, 67, we talked about that. That's your full retirement age. 66 is for people born between 1943 and 1954. The age rises two months after each birthday year after after that until it reaches 67 for people born in 1960 and later. So I guess I have to wait till 67. <laughs> and hopefully too. they don't change that to like 70 or 72 or whatever. So they're just well, going to keep working us youngins, I guess. Well, for our listening audience, um, don't be surprised if they do. I'm not making mm-hmm. any kind of prediction yeah, in yeah. terms of I got nothing to yeah. go on other yeah. than as we've talked on this show many, many times in the past, and we do pretty much every week that you know, tax rates are going to have to go up. It's interesting yeah. to me that we can borrow all this money, trillions, six trillion dollars or whatever that they wanted to do during just COVID. This year. <laughs> just this year. It's interesting to me that they can borrow all that money for all intents and purposes, probably blow it, but they, they can't 
replenish the Social Security trust fund. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's gone. I think that there's a lot of folks out there that are concerned about that, and I am as well. And the labor organizations have said that um, Social Security could run out. They're going to have to change some things there, raise the retirement age or reduce benefits or something. So let's get out ahead of that as well. We've talked on the show about tax rates going up, but here again, increasing the age when you can start taking Social Security isn't necessarily a tax increase, but it's a deferral of potential income if they make it 67 and a half, 68, 69. And mm. are they going to do that? I mean, they raised it from 65 to 67 not too long ago. Right. We don't be naive yeah. to think they can't raise it even higher. Well, and, and, and that's why like people always ask us, when do I take Social Security? And we like that full retirement age because that's your full benefit. That's what you worked for. And if you can if you can get there to 66 or 67, keep deferring that because from age 62 to age 67, your benefit's going to go up 8% every year that you, so don't, if you don't have to take it early, I wouldn't. I would keep deferring that because where can you get an 8% increase in your income? It's amazing. Uh, you know, uh, so that's good stuff. So at least waiting until full retirement age to start your Social Security benefits means you won't have to settle for those smaller reduced checks. Turning 70. So a juicy benefit awaits those who can delay the start of their Social Security after full retirement age. Their benefit increases by 8% annually until it maximizes out at age 70. This not only means more money for the rest of your life, but if you're the larger earner in a couple, it also maximizes the survivor benefit for your spouse. And so that's a key thing that I think is missed. People are, oh, I'm going to go ahead and start my social security because, you know, I just want to take it because it's mine and who knows what's going to happen. You have to keep your spouse in mind. Once you're full retirement age, you could continue to delay yours and it'll go up 8% every year. So you get a much larger benefit age 70. And the cool thing about that is if one of you passes away, the spouse is going to get that higher benefit, which is going to help with inflation and having that higher paycheck for life. Um, So don't leave your spouse with a small benefit because remember when you do pass away, your spouse loses that social security, which could greatly impact your lifestyle or her lifestyle or his lifestyle, whoever the spouse may be. So very, very important to uh, do that planning. And that has to do with the assets you have, how much you've saved for retirement. Do you have pensions? How much is your social security? Are you still earning a little money on the side? So all of these factors come into play. Let us figure it out for you because it can be so, so darn confusing. And then of course, turning age 72, uh, most retirement plan contributions reduce your taxes in the year you make them and your account grows tax deferred over the years, but eventually the government wants it cut, right? I mean, eventually they're going to stop that party. So you're required to start taking at least a minimum amount from most retirement plans beginning at age 72. It's called the required minimum distribution. It used to be age 70 and a half. They've raised it to 72. So that's great. Uh, It gives you a little more flexibility there. There are a couple of exceptions. If you continue to work, you can wait until you retire to start minimum distributions from your 401k or 403b. So that's a common question we get. If you're still working and you're in a 401k or a 403b, you don't have to take those RMDs. Uh, Minimum distributions are still required for traditional RAs, even if you're working. And if you have a Roth IRA, However, you won't be required to take distributions at any age. So let me repeat that. That's why we love the Roth and we talk about it so much on this show. It's a huge tax saver and also gives you the control. You don't have to, you're not forced to take money out of your IRA. With a Roth, you can you don't have to ever, you don't have to ever take it out if you don't want to. And that's going to pass tax-free to your heirs or your beneficiaries as well. So super super powerful. Uh, let's talk about Roth conversions and all that good stuff. Give us a call. And so that's that's huge. Tax-free uh, withdrawals and tax-free wealth transfer. 
Can we go back to the um, holding off on taking an RMD when you're still working out of a 401k or 403b? That, mm-hmm. That's something I've been asked a few times that mm-hmm. um, is very interesting. So mm-hmm. if someone's still working and they're, they're 72, they can keep working. And yeah. as long as they're working, there's no requirement to take money out. Yeah, that's right. I like that's that. That's absolutely right. Not to be confused with the IRA, but the 401k. So yeah, that's good stuff, right? I mean, there's a lot of folks out there uh, going to continue to work past age 70. I mean, we've been told several times like, hey, if I stop working and I go home, I don't know what the heck I'm going to do. That's part of people's retirement planning is, hey, you might still want to work in your retirement. And that's okay. It's good stuff if you want to do that. So I think we're going to talk about some higher taxes and ways you can uh, ease into uh, that retirement and stick around. I think we've got some good tax tips here in a little bit. There you go. Retirement-related milestones. I knew you'd like it because it's important to each and every one of us. Stick around. We'll be back with some more information from Eric Arnett, Lead Advisor, Retirement Planner, Take Point Wealth Management. Randy Woodruff, Certified Public Accountant, two members of that Take Point team ready to assist you into that stress-free retirement. Whether you're turning 59 and a half, 65, 72, or even older, your stress-free retirement is important to you and Take Point Wealth Management. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income strings refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated. These types of products are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to caps, restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the product contract. Well, just a quick time out to catch our breath and to give you time to take down those notes. If you missed anything, you can always catch up on Take Point on Retirement Online. That's Take Point Wealth Management, the show called Take Point on Retirement. It's heard every Saturday at this time and only on this station. By the way, if you have any questions, send those questions to info at takepointonretirement.com. That's I-N-F-O at takepointonretirement.com and we'd always love to address those issues when we have time. Those questions will be answered on air. Time allows. In the meantime, we're going to continue with our discussion today with lead advisor, retirement planner, Eric Arnett and certified public accountant, Randy Woodruff. Taxes, taxes, taxes. It's what's for dinner. (laughs) Uh, But no, let's talk about how we can help you create a tax efficient retirement where you can maximize deductions and credits while minimizing taxes. So we got those deductions out there. We can help with those credits and we want to really minimize taxes. So here are four strategies to help you position yourself for tax efficiency in retirement. One, you may want to consider a partial in-service rollover from your 401k plan. So through this type of rollover, you can move some of your retirement funds out of your 401k into an IRA with a multitude of funds to choose from before you retire and while you are working for your current employer. Uh, more than you know, 70% of 401k plans out there allow for this type of rollover. And there's two distinct advantages to a partial in-service rollover. One, you're diversifying your traditional stock and bond investments beyond what is allowed in most company sponsors or retirement plans with the goal of seeking out more tax advantaged options. So inside those 401k plans, they're regulated, the ERISA laws, and they have they have a lot of restrictions and they're going to kind of be limited as to what they're going to offer. And it's traditionally going to just be those traditional stock and bond investments. And, and also adding an additional non-traditional retirement savings on such as a permanent life insurance or fixed index annuity. So 
it opens up your availability and what you can do. I like this. As soon as you can get out of those 401k plans and start diversifying and opening up your options, um, it's going to help your portfolio be more efficient, better diversified. It's probably going to help you on fees quite a bit. And it's also going to just make you more tax efficient as well. So uh, as we meet with clients, we're not a big fan of mutual funds at all. And typically right. when you're working for a company, especially the bigger the company, they usually have the HR director or somebody like that meet with you and you get a, get a pick from maybe four or five different mutual funds in a aggressive or conservative or moderate yeah. risk strategy. And, and that's all you get. And guess what advice you get? Zero. Around the, around the water cooler <laughs> yeah. or at the coffee pot in the morning. Hey, what fund did you buy? This is, unfortunately, it's something I hate. Why I love doing 401k corporate plans is that I offer that level of service because I'll help guide the employer, the employee and the employer through good options to invest in, explain and educate. Because unfortunately, HR comes to you and says, hey, you can now contribute to the 401k. Here's a list of funds to pick from. And there's no one to help. And that's where, fortunately, we're happy to help you guys. Even if you're still at a company or 401k, give us a call. We'll help you out. We're happy to do that. And you know, the big one that we always talk about uh, that, that allows you to be more free out of the 401k is Consider a Roth IRA conversion. Mm -hmm. Essentially, by converting some of your 401k or traditional IRA into a Roth IRA, you can pay the taxes on that portion of your retirement account in advance of retirement itself, so leaving more available to you when you need it. Your assets will grow tax-free as you approach retirement without having to worry about potential taxes on, on the withdrawals in the future. So this is huge. And I'd love for everybody out there that has a 401k is now 15 and a half to really strongly consider this because you know if you're 60, chances are you're going to live for another 30 years. Mm -hmm. Imagine if we can convert some of that 401k into Roth, pay the low taxes now because you're probably in one of the lowest tax brackets you'll ever be in based on what we see coming in the future with all the higher taxes and the trillions of dollars that are being spent, they got to pay for it somehow. So someone's going to get taxed. More than likely, tax rates are going to go up in the future. So mm -hmm. now's the time to pay these lower taxes and make that conversion. Now, your Roth is going to grow tax-free, and then you can take out money tax-free in your retirement. So that's mm -hmm. tax-free retirement dollars. Super, super powerful. And having those tax-free retirement dollars helps us because that's another bucket of income that as we manage portfolios for our clients in the future, mm -hmm. you know, we, we may need to, you know, we may have some good positions in, in, some, in some stocks and other investments that we think, okay, now's the time to rotate the portfolio, reallocate the portfolio. We need to take some gains. We need to recognize some yeah. gains, harvest some gains. And so having a source of income where, we, where you can take maybe for six months or a year money out of your Roth while we harvest those gains, yep. they're going to be taxable. It kind of keeps you in a much lower tax bracket because you're still getting the same amount of cash flow, but your tax liability will be less. Gives your advisory team so many more options and flexibility, mm -hmm. which we love. Let's face it, folks. Historically, back in the day, I think it was FDR days and World War II days, and even into the late 50s and 60s, tax rates were as high as 70, 80% on the wealthy. Mm -hmm. So it, this is powerful, powerful stuff. And to your point, planning early pays. So if you're 59 and a half, we can do this and let's, let's get going on it. Another thing you can do is consider life insurance. So tapping the value of your life insurance insurance through borrowing or withdrawing cash creates tax-free income. So leveraging permanent life insurance premiums now for lower taxes in retirement can create more flexibility during retirement, especially if you've already maxed out the contributions you're making through your company's sponsored retirement plan or IRA. Permanent life insurance policies come in several varieties. You've got variable, 
you got universal, you got whole life, you have hybrid policies. There's all kinds of different policies out there. That's why you need to come sit down with us. We can explain to you all the differences and which one is best for you. We can even tailor them and build one out for you. In cases of healthcare emergencies during retirement, the hybrid policies especially stand out because the money they make available to you for your long-term care can exceed the death benefit, in many cases, several times over. So these life insurance policies, these whole life policies that we build and we can tailor for you, also have some great healthcare benefits for you longer later on in, in retirement, and they're tax-free benefits that you can mm-hmm. use to pay for your healthcare. So this is huge, huge, huge. You've got to plan for this stuff early. You mentioned life insurance, and um, I, I highly recommend everybody, if you've had a life insurance policy for probably, Eric, you give me the number, 10, 10 years or more, it's probably worth t- taking a look at a second look at it because yeah, absolutely. there's been so many changes yep. to life insurance policies and annuity yep. policies as yep. well that the amount of options and riders and other things that you can add on these policies. You can have one policy that can cover a couple of three different risks at the same time yeah. is very important. So just because here again, just like we don't recommend you, you have an investment strategy and you set it and forget it, you need to actively manage your investments. You did, you did the same thing with your life insurance policy also. Great point because 10 years ago when we were utilizing these products, they weren't as sophisticated and they had much lower interest rates and crediting strategies. Now there's ones that are these hybrid policies that have tremendous credit crediting strategies and you can earn six, seven, eight percent on your cash with no risk. Some of them have an automatic roll-up benefit where they're going to pay your long-term care for you should you need it. Um, Super cool, great policies out there and easy ways to plan ahead for your future. So we got a couple more that we want to get to. I think we'll uh, be able to wrap up real quick. We've talked about consider fixed index annuities. You don't have index annuities available in your 401k, but you can utilize those with a rollover or a Roth rollover. I mean, and these are great tools. We've talked about them so many times on the shows. Fixed income and index annuities guarantee your principal, but they also offer you some level of income that's very competitive in today's interest rate world, as well as they can also offer safe accumulation, safe growth, and we see great returns in those as well. So, And also these products, you can offer long-term care rise that, that kick in should you become incapable of performing any of the five daily living activities. So say you're a single person, you know, and you've got money sitting around your 401k, but you don't really have anybody to take care of you in the future. Go ahead and, you know, let's let's look at one of these policies that are going to give you a nice um, uh, living benefit of long-term health care. Good, good stuff. I mean, there's all kinds of great creative products out there. And all you got to do is go to takepointwealthmanagement.com and click that button up there, set an appointment, share a, share a little information with us, and we'll get on the phone with you and we'll get rolling. Housing, your insurances, your property taxes, I mean, all that stuff just keeps going up. So I was talking to some folks the other day and they were fearful of doing anything. Well, if your money's just sitting there in the bank under the mattress, then you're definitely destined for failure. Mm-hmm. You can leave it there where it's hypothetically safe and you feel comfortable, but you're probably going to fail long term or you can apply some of these principles and be successful. We've all have heard the expression that it doesn't take long to get yourself in a bad situation, but it takes a lot longer yes. to get out than it did to get in. So like I mentioned on the show a couple of different times, 40 years ago, back in 1980, we had $1 trillion in national debt. Now we're at 30. Basically 40 years to go from one to 30. 40 years is not a long time Mm-mm. to go from one to $30 trillion of debt. And so to basically trillion. trillion. And basically just to, just to level that off, just to maintain, we have been maintaining that for decades. Mm. We have to get back to where we're maintaining and then hopefully one day paying it down. But 
it doesn't matter whether it's taxes or whether it's debt or any other kind of situation you find yourself in. And when it comes to a building project going on in, in the community for a new um, nonprofit or existing nonprofit, there's a new church um, construction project going on. Do people reach out to the people that have money? Kind of our mindset, whether mm-hmm. it be for a philanthropy project, but it's also going to be true when it comes to taxes. It is true when it comes to taxes. The wealthier people pay by far the greater share of the tax burden out there in the U.S. And as our debt grows and as our need for cash flow grows, they're going to be coming after us as citizens to pay more and more of that fair share. It's important that that as we plan, that mm-hmm. you think about taxes. You yeah. know, taxes have been relatively low ever since basically, I'll say, um, George Bush Jr., uh, president number 43, got in office after the dot-com bubble burst in 9-11. There was some, you know, some good tax changes that happened in, in terms of basically for retirees or people with money that have investments, capital gains dropped down significantly and tax on dividends dropped down significantly. So, and we've kind of been in that situation for 20 years. So mm-hmm. we've gotten used to it eventually. And they're already talking about it, that those, that those, tax favorable items are going to be going away. In fact, they're talking about, you know, one of the proposals that Biden has is to, is for people making over a million dollars a year that, that there, there is going to be, going to be no preferential capital gains treatment. That's going to be part of your ordinary income. So if you live in a, a state that has a state tax as well, time you pay the federal income tax, there's an excise tax over a certain dollar amount and you pay your state income tax, you're paying over 50% of your income is going to be going to taxes when you have a capital gain if you're making over a million dollars a year. That's a lot of money. It is. And a lot of people think, well, I'm not making a million dollars, so that doesn't impact right. me. Well, we, we don't live in a vacuum as a society. So if something's impacting a group of folks somewhere else, it's going to eventually have an impact on us somehow, some it. way. So yeah. we all need to be concerned about that. It's not just a, a problem for the wealthy. It's a problem for all of us as America, our spending and our debt and how we're going to cope with it. We're all going to have to somehow deal with it. The sooner we deal with it, the sooner the better. But at the same time, if, if you're listening to, to the show, here again, if you plan for it and you know about it well in advance, when it gets here, it's no big deal because right. you're ready for it. Mm-hmm. And so I, we've been talking here on this show for months and months about taxes going up. We've had a lot of folks talk about Roth IRA conversions coming in the office, had some folks doing quite a bit of that. And want to continue folks to continue to do that and talk to our younger folks out there listening. Put money into a Roth IRA. Start mm-hmm. as early as you possibly can because tax-free income in the future is going to become more and more valuable. I agree. Yeah. And plus that annuities has been a hot topic as well lately. Annuities yes. has, as has life insurance. Yes. Yes. So, and here again, life insurance is another way to create some tax-free income in retirement. So and we've talked about how we do have all these professionals. I want to remind you that we have a broad range of professionals that are here to help you. So we want you to think of it. If you have a need in retirement, we want you to turn to us first and we can point you in the right direction to work with professionals that we work with, know and trust, and have had good success for our clients. Uh, we had an overwhelming response. A lot of people wanted us to play this chapter again. Uh, was chapter six. It was the rule of 100. And I think this is the one of the most important ones to get right. Rule 100, folks, I think it's really important to get this right because mm-hmm. a lot of folks were asking questions about that. The rule of 100. Big idea. You want to risk less as you get older because you have less time to make up any big losses. As you get closer to your golden years, many financial professionals advise gradually reducing your risk. Retirees and pre-retirees don't have the luxury of waiting for the market to bounce back after a dip. The dilemma is figuring out how safe you should be in certain stages of your life. For years, a commonly cited rule of thumb has helped simplify asset allocation. This rule states that individuals should hold a percentage of their stocks that is equal to 100 minus your age. For example, a 60-year-old would have 40% of their holdings in stocks and 60% 
in fixed income products like bonds or fixed indexed annuities. Why you should follow the rule of 100. Take our current example of a 60-year-old. At age 40, your risk capacity is higher. You have more time to rebuild your wealth should you experience a dip in the market. However, at age 60, you can't afford to risk as much of your portfolio in the market because the time horizon to rebuild your wealth is much shorter. Rule of 120? Many financial advisors now advocate the rule of 120 so they can get a significant rate of return for their clients and maintain management of the portfolio. I disagree. With today's market volatility, a retiree does not want to go back to work in a job making less than what they made before. They must consider following the rule of 100 or at least a 50-50 smart financial plan that is built equally with smart risk and smart safe investments. There you go. Some important information. Once again, as always, from your friends at TakePoint Wealth Management, check them out online, takepointwealth.com. Their phone number, 352-616-0511. If you recognize that area code, yeah, they're local folks up and down the nature coast here to serve you locally. Give them a call, reach out to them. They'll reach out to you and take point on your stress-free retirement. Folks, thanks for listening in. A lot of important information. Once again, if you need to contact them, check them out online or send your questions to info, I-N-F-O, at takepointonretirement.com. We'll be back next week with Eric Arnett, Randy Woodruff, of course, yours truly, J.W. See you then.